0: in a of and this is flashcast by pdb and today i want to talk about debt so i get asked a lot are you in debt do you have any debt and of course most people are in debt i still have debt yes we've done well in life but we do still carry debt and everybody's situation is different So let me just start with that. Everybody's financial situation is completely different and everyone needs to make sure that they act accordingly. You know, a lot of people say, is debt good? And what is good debt? Well, good debt is, you know, is all about it takes money to make money. But if the debt you take on helps you generate income and build your net worth, then this is a positive debt. So if you're taking on debt because it's going to help you generate More income and build your net worth. And of course, your net worth is the value of what you own, take away the value of what you owe. So it's own minus owe equals net worth. And a lot of people don't understand that. You know, whatever you're valued at, whether that's your property, possessions, what you have in your bank account, minus anything that you owe to somebody, what's left over is your net worth. So, you know, in short, is debt good? Well, yeah, it is. Debt is good if uh, you're borrowing money or you're taking on debt in some way, shape, or form because it's going to help you generate an income and build your net worth. if you're taking on debt and it's not going to build that well then that's when you need to start looking at what works and what doesn't work you know what we have to learn and understand about debt is that the amount of debt that you have grows you can find that your debt puts you into bad areas of your life so what we got to understand is that whilst we might be in a hurry to to take on debt to grow our net worth or grow our income that the more debt that you take affects your lifestyle and things like mortgages, business debts, car loans, visas, etc., this all contributes, this is all debt and contributes to lifestyle changes. So keep in mind that the more debt you take on, whilst it the intention is good, and the intention is obviously grow your income, grow your net worth, that it can come with um with issues and that those issues are that it affects your lifestyle. You know, your disposable income is low, so you you have less left over to be able to do some things that you would love to do, whether it's go out for dinner, hobbies, pay for learning etc etc so it is something to understand how do i deal with debt well a couple of key points on dealing you know dealing with with debt for me is number one make a list of everything you owe so if you make a list of everything you owe what what is it so again You've got two You two columns. You've got what you own and what you owe. But here, focus on what you owe. Make a list. Now, obviously, credit cards, electricity bills, any bills you may have, mortgage repayments on cars, mortgage repayments on boats, mortgage repayments on houses, investment properties. Whatever it is, make a complete list of every dollar that you owe to someone or to some organisation. The next thing is to actually put them in order of importance. So put those debts in the order order of importance. Of course, you don't pay your electricity bill, they cut off your electricity. You don't pay your mortgage, they might take off take your property. Everybody's situation is different. Remember this. Everybody's situation is different. So I'm trying to talk more around templates and and areas to help you versus, you know, specific examples uh, because everybody's position is different. But step one, make a list of everything that you owe. Step two, put them in order of importance. The next step is to work out what you actually bring in, so what is a budget? So we need to put together a budget. You've got a list of what you owe. I then make a list of money coming in. So what's your income coming in? Now, you might have income, obviously, from a job. You might have income from shares. You might have an income from um, commercial property, residential property, whatever it is. Uh, You might be getting paid royalties. Again, everybody's situation is different. And different people have different levels of income, and they also have different streams of income. So step one, a list of what you owe. Step two, put them in order of importance. Step three. List your streams of income. What are your streams of income? The next one is to make a list of what you owe. And this is what you own. You've got to be conservative. You know, too many people, you know, think that, um, you know, their million dollar house is worth $2 million. Uh, So when you're making your list of what you own and what your values would be to what you own, you need to be conservative. Remember that. Things change at any time, and you always want to be working to your worst possible scenario. So make a list of what you actually own. Once you have these lists, then nice I always talk about getting independent advice, getting one person or a team of people around you that can give you great advice, that can look at the um, you know your lists without any emotional attachment because it's not theirs. They can look at it with a clean slate and and um, be able to analyse it. So what you're actually doing in, in in those steps prior is collecting data. When you make a list of everything you owe, when you put them in level of importance, what you when you list your income streams and when you list what you own, you're actually providing data. What you then need is to get some independent advice um, so that somebody can assist you in analysing that data. And once you've analysed that data with your independent advice, then the final step is to build... Build a strategy. Build a strategy that continues to help you increase your income and your net worth and that way that you are building and using debt correctly. And now if you follow those steps, what you'll actually find is that you'll always be in a very positive position. Again, I like to be very conservative. I was brought up in a family where if you made $10, you spent eight maximum and you saved two. My dad taught me about the 80-20 rule. I do the same thing with my children. I believe that the 80-20 rule is a good way to just keep in that that we're not overextending ourselves, and that's important. Uh, We're going to see, unfortunately, a lot of that at the moment. Uh, with interest rates going down, everybody took on debt to increase, you know, the intention was to increase their income, increase their net worth, and a lot of people did because the valuations went up of their properties. However, what we're going to face now is that they've borrowed to maximum levels. So if they could borrow before 600000 because interest rates were cheaper, they went and borrowed a million. And now with interest rates rising, with value properties values of properties may come down, what you're going to have is a lot of people that have overcommitted in their debt. And the reason they've overcommitted is because basically they haven't worked to their worst case scenario. So if you didn't take anything away from this flashcast, take one thing away. Always work to your worst case scenario. You know, what happens if you accidentally lose your job? It might not be accidental, but let's just say you, you lose your job for whatever reason. Do you have enough money that can cover you for the next three months, six months, whatever it's needed till you find the next job? What happens if somebody gets sick in your family? Not, can you still cover that debt? These are the questions and the planning that people need to do. Don't work to your best possible scenario. We need to work to our worst case scenario. Um, and if, if you want to take the one nugget out of it, that's what it is. When I'm planning around debt and I'm planning around finances and I'm planning around how much I'm going to spend, what am I going to spend? I always work to my worst case scenario. I always make lists, a pen and paper. Get it out of your head, put it on pen and paper, look at it. I get somebody independent to have a look at it. I then build a strategy. But the underlying factors is don't take on debt that you can't afford, but don't take on debt in your best case scenario. Take on the debt that you can cope with in your worst case scenario. And I'll say that again. Take on the level of debt that you can cope with in a worst case scenario. And if you do that, you'll have the one thing that I keep talking about now, which is true wealth, and that is lifestyle wealth. The future is all about lifestyle wealth and making sure that we live a good lifestyle and we have enough money to do what we want, when we want, and remember that that is different for different people. You can have a great life on any amount of money if it's fulfilling the needs and the wants that you want, and everybody's needs and wants are different. So again, the key point, don't take on debt for your best case scenario, always make sure that you're comfortable with the level of debt in your worst case scenario. You do that and you will make sure that you have a great life. Until next time, you've been listening to Phil DeBella and this is Flash Cars by PDB.